The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. I am your host, Paula Vale, and want to say one more time, Happy New Year. We are in 2015. So excited for that. And today, I have the honor to interview my first out-of-country guest, a beautiful lady named Tonya McLaughlin. And she lives in Vancouver, B.C., a beautiful city which I have been blessed to, to visit and I am so happy to have Tonya here. And today's episode is about Reiki and balanced birthing, which is a very exciting topic. What Reiki can do in the aid of new mothers. And it's something I've been really excited to do a show about. Now, Tonya, first I would like to say thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And can you begin, uh, tell us, where did you grow up and give us your, your family origin and maybe tell us about your passions as a child and how those passions spilled over into your adult life. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, geez. I grew up pretty much in every little wild nook and cranny of British Columbia, as well as the big island of Hawaii. Uh, so, yeah, my parents are um, from the generation of the 60s, and we lived pretty much <clears throat> off the grid. So throughout my whole life, it was it was very much off the grid as kids. Um, I, I was the eldest, so being the eldest, we um, usually uh, eldest children, uh, and I, I'm, I'm being part of that. Uh, looked after my little brother and my little sister, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, family of origin. Uh, I was actually born in Lakota territory in, in the in the states, and then not long after that, mom moved back here and met dad. And so my father is of Métis heritage, French Canadian, and uh, I'm a rainbow kid. I How really wonderful. am. I'm a rainbow kid. So there's gypsy in there. There's Russian. Uh, you name it, Mongolian. Uh, definitely. 
around the world. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So my mom's heritage is that Celtic blood as well and Russian and, yeah. Oh, how fantastic. And where where were you and uh, what brought Reiki into your life? What brought the passion for Reiki? I'm a, a nurse, retired, and I worked for many years. I worked in the downtown east side of Vancouver. I worked at St. Paul's Hospital, which is an inner city hospital. And for many years, I um, worked in crisis response, so psychiatric nurse as well as a duly trained uh, registered nurse. And for about 20 years, I did that. There came a time, though, I kind of hit the wall, Uh, hit the wall in a good way, Uh, healing. Uh, I worked with the police. I saw a lot, a lot of things. So I saw many, many things with regards to people who are going through the healing and and the violence that goes along with that. And so it was such an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. And to assist with when I hit that block, Reiki came in. And it was one of those moments where I took time off work, I stepped back, and I invited in the ancestors, and I said, give me an answer. <laughs> give me an answer to step forward in my healing. Do I continue in this journey, mm-hmm. helping others in this way, or is there a better, better way? And Reiki came in through a girlfriend, and so I met this beautiful lady, and she said, there's this thing, it's called Reiki, do you want to be attuned? And it was, it was very organic, it was very natural, and it just came through. And she, uh, she attuned me to Reiki Level 1 and Reiki Level 2, and I just started this really wonderful, beautiful journey. And it was around that time I also became a grandmother. Oh, it was around wonderful. that time. And it was yes. around that time I went back home, back home to the Okanagan Valley. And when I did that, that opened everything up for me. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And, you know, you brought that Reiki in, you started that journey, and isn't it just life-changing? Isn't it just amazing? It is. It's amazing because it's going to that place of trust and knowing, going to that place of faith and wisdom of all those who have walked before us. And so when I do go to that place and when I channel that place, I know, I know how I am to be, and how we all are one. Yes. There is no difference. Yes, so true. And and you now actually teach Reiki. Do you yeah. teach anything else besides Reiki as well? I do, actually. I uh, teach meditation. I'm a meditation coach, and that falls under the umbrella of being a uh, Taekwondo master teacher. So I'm certified with uh, Cookie One in Seoul, South Korea. So I'm a Taekwondo teacher. Oh, how fun. How yeah, fun is that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's the Korean 
martial arts, and uh, it is so much fun. I teach the little ones from the age of like two and a half years old all the way up, like sky's the limit. Uh, so my husband and I actually do own four taekwondo schools together. Oh, that's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And then I also teach uh, the Jinshei art of natural healing. So this is something that just kind of came through. It's very organic. It's an organic uh, compilation of, of uh, everything that has been gifted to me and through me. Uh, I always say I'm not a healer. I'm, I'm a channel for healing. And so I bring in that, um, that piece of the land-based practice, key energy work, journeying and inner focusing exercises. And through that and as it comes through, people who take that workshop walk away from it really having a, a different sense of how they are in this world and, and how that authentic voice is within all of us. And it's our, it's our wisdom and how we are so connected to our ancestors. And we are never, never, never alone. And I think that's really what Reiki brought in for me is I was at a place where I was feeling very alone. You know, I had a lot of beautiful people around me, but that disconnection because of all the violence I saw and because mm-hmm. of all of the sickness that was around me, I, I forgot who I was and how I am to be in this world. And that's really what Reiki and my girlfriend uh, and the ancestors and through ceremony um, that invited that back in for me, and I welcomed it and received it <laughs> big time, <laughs> big time receiving. That, that, is, that is so true. I mean, it's so easy for us with, with things that we see and things that go on, um, you know, cruelty, anything that, you yeah. know, it can pull us away from that love and that, you know, our yeah. self-essence and and that Reiki love came through and just brought that conscious love. And yes, yes, that's, that's beautiful. What, what do you see, um, how do you see yourself in the future with, with Reiki, the attribute it is to these other modalities, these other beautiful things you teach? How do you see yourself in the future working mm. forward with that? <laughs> just in my gut <laughs> following oh, my heart <laughs> love it that's love it. the limit just being open that's the biggest thing uh that i i envision for my future is staying open staying connected um and honoring my my walk honoring my past as a nurse um to know that that is a part of my journey, but it is not and does not define who I am. So our roles that we walk in or the hats that we wear, uh, like my sister and I always refer to, it's our hats, and we've worn many, and so have my husband and I. They are not us. They do not define us. Deep at our yes. core is, is where, where we exist. And so yes. to just continue to be open to that 
that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yes, yeah. I myself believe the more open we are and just allow things can manifest that we had not even envisioned to be possible. True. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it's that trusting. It's that knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what birthing's all about. Not yes. knowing what's on the other side and just going with it, following that flow. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, now, with your Reiki, uh, do you do a lot of teaching, or you are you more without there giving the Reiki and, and working with the birth? I do both. I do mm-hmm. both. It's a combination. I um, I do work out of a beautiful healing center in in Fort Langley, and that uh, wonderful wonderful group of women and uh, just it's a neat place and so I do see clients out of there and then over and above that I also teach uh, so I do have um, one lady I'm organizing that for her she's taking her second part of her a Reiki teacher master training and so that's coming up very soon she's taken the first half and done her share and now yeah she's just finishing off so uh, definitely it's a regular part of my life is sharing those teachings as they come through yeah I love that I love that and share with with the audience a little information on how they can uh, contact you or look into perhaps doing some training with you oh sure um my website is, um, you can find it at www.jinsheahealing.com. So it's jinshay, uh, J as in joy, I, N as in November, S-H-E-I, healing.com. And jinshay means, means life, jinshay. Uh, in Japanese, and it was actually a, a book I read many, many years ago when I was still deep in nursing and still deep in, you know, as a charge nurse in emergency, and I read this book, and it had all the archetypal women within this book, the warrior, the wisdom keeper, the alchemist, the the artist, and it was so beautiful, and it was called The Sisterhood of Jinshei. And that oh, sisterhood that's... really spoke loudly to me at that time, and so that's where that came from. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love it. I love it. Thank oh. you. <laughs> yes. Well, in a, in a moment here, we're going to take a break and do a commercial, and then we will come back and we will talk about Reiki in supporting women during their pregnancy and birthing. And, and I am like... As I mentioned to you earlier, I am so excited to hear all of this with my uh, daughter, you know, expecting her second baby. And I had the honor of being with her for the first birth with her and her husband and the midwife and and giving her Reiki and, and giving Reiki to that newborn. I am just so excited to hear everything. So uh, we will take a break. And we will be back in just a moment, and we'll get on with this and 
Tonya. I just am so thankful to have you here. And thank you to all our listeners out there. So we will be back in just a moment. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the Love of Reiki. And today, my special guest is Tonya McLaughlin, and we are talking about Reiki and birthing and uh, balanced birthing. Uh, Tonya is a specialist with this, and I am very excited to hear some details on that. Uh, Tonya, um, let's begin with how how did you get into supporting women during pregnancy and birthing? What brought that on? Uh, the birthing of my grandchildren was the Reiki uh. part. And backtracking even more, Reiki actually came into my life when I was pregnant with my first child many, 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 many moons ago in Hawaii, in the big island of Hawaii. 
I uh, I was pregnant uh, with my first, and in Hawaii, it's it's very traditional. You don't really run to a doctor. You there's always aunties and uncles and uh, cousins who always know someone where you can go. And during my pregnancy, I had a little bit of back pain. And so at the time, my mother-in-law said, oh, I know Auntie, I'm going to send you somewhere. I'm going to give her a call. And so I wound up in this little, little, little garage, because in Hawaii, <laughs> everything's outside. It's so beautiful. And we still have connection there, like mom and dad uh, are over there right now. They have a cabin there. and. <sighs> Um, yeah, just so beautiful. Love so it. we're still very connected to Hawaii and just, my, uh, anyways, my oldest, uh, received Reiki while he was still in my womb. And this little lady in her garage, I laid on her futon and she did Lomi Lomi, uh, Hawaiian massage as well as Reiki. And it was not until many, many, many years later when Reiki came into my life, I recognized that, oh, my gosh, (laughs) it's been with me the whole time. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, and uh, our firstborn, definitely, he's he's a beautiful artist, and uh, the Vancouver Art Gallery just requested one of his pieces, and he's just so zen, this kid, Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. was. He's almost 30 now, so he's not really a kid anymore. But anyway, it is with um, my grandchildren, and it is with that 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 piece certainly came in. And being a Reiki practitioner, naturally, when my kids invited me to the birthings of their babies, I was just like, number one, so blown away. Uh-huh. Um, and also during their pregnancies, too, just coming over, hey, mom, and laying in my healing room, can you do some Reiki on my back? Or, hey, mom, like my oldest daughter, can you do some Reiki on my shoulders? And so really channeling that Reiki through to my daughters and, and daughter-in-law during their pregnancy and seeing the baby and having that, oh, it's just such a, a neat it, thing, which I'm sure it, you can you can yes. totally attest to. It's so, just yeah. beyond words. What a yeah. gift to yeah. give to give our daughters when they're pregnant. What a gift! Oh, oh that is so great. So yeah, just organically kind of came about, and mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah. Now you were, uh, refer yourself to a Reiki doula. Uh, what is a Reiki doula. Please, please explain that for us. Well, Reiki doula is doula. Number one means support person for the birthing mom and for that birthing baby, and and that is what a doula is. Uh, now, you know, here we are in in you know 2015, and uh, doula is definitely becoming more and more uh, widely recognized the doula practice, and widely requested during birthings. But way back in the day, you know, way back when our great-grandmothers were just, you know, having babies out there, you know, mm-hmm. in the wilds. Um, yes. 
It was the grandmothers, it was the sisters, it was the aunties who were there supporting those young birthing moms and supporting that baby and and supporting the family, so the fathers and, and just that beautiful yin and yang, that beautiful creation. Uh, and it was just, you know, you didn't even think about it. It didn't have fancy names. You were just there. Uh, like I just had the honor of being recently at my sister and my niece's uh, birthing. Oh. And so I was able to be there in Edmonton uh, and just to be there and to support her and just amazing. So, yeah, Reiki doula, though, has come about in that it is a Reiki practitioner who may or may not have formalized their training through a doula certification program, which I have the Wise Woman Way of Certification, uh, and it is a wonderful, wonderful program. I'd recommend it to anybody who lives in British Columbia or in the Vancouver area or even wants to travel. Uh, it's Gloria LeMay's program. Uh, and just, wow, what a wise woman. Um, and if they have not, this Reiki doula, taken a certification program, but just has all that experience, has all that knowledge. Because uh, nowadays we put so much emphasis sometimes in that mainstream world on having a piece of paper, having mm-hmm. a document. This document validates who you are. Well, no, it does not. What validates who you are is you. Your yes. oneness, your connection, your experience, your life walk. That's yes. what de- validates. That's what, that's what comes through. And so there are many, many beautiful women out there who are doing such beautiful work supporting our daughters and our next generations just by being there for them. Right, right. The right. passion and the love and and the love, yeah. Yes. So a yes. Reiki doula that is that is a Reiki practitioner who just brings in that love and brings in that support and just brings in that knowledge of our ancestors, our grandmothers who walked before us. Their voices are strong, and Reiki is one way to channel their voices, because their voices are getting louder and louder, and our Earth Mother is really helping us hear them. And that's what a Reiki doula is. Yes. Oh, I love that. Bringing them through, because it's not us as a Reiki doula. It is their voices. They're the ones who help us when we are birthing our young. They're the connection. Yes, we're just the channel. Yes. Oh, I love that, Tonya. Do you have any, um, would you like to share with us some highlights of some of the birthing experiences that you've seen over the years? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. What an honor. There's actually the most recent one, uh, William Rand in the International Center for Reiki Training, um, which I did the Karuna training with him in Maui. Um, his Reiki News Magazine uh, is going to be publishing, actually, in their spring, I believe it's the spring edition coming out. And my sister and I uh, co-wrote an article with regards to the birthing 
of of her daughter, of Wee Piper, so my little niece. I call her my Wee Took. She's such an elf. Beautiful fairy spirit. And, uh, yeah, so that article's coming out in the spring, and I have to say that is definitely one of the most incredible journeys and highlights. Um, and it, it, it was from the moment of when she, she decided she wanted to really welcome in that, that ancestor from the other side, because our children are our ancestors. And so supporting her through that process, um, being there for her, being in that sacred Reiki circle with her throughout the, the two years leading up to the actual pregnancy. Uh, so there was a lot of intention and a lot of open-heartedness and a lot of, a lot of flow happening there. And Reiki was part of that. And um, when she finally did become, you know, officially pregnant on paper, because that little one was just hovering about for quite a while before the actual pregnancy, uh-huh. uh, it was just amazing. And we were so connected. And around the same time, my oldest son and daughter-in-law, who I referred to um, earlier, they uh, also announced the pregnancy of their second child, and both due dates were on the exact same day. Well, oh, my the gosh. Is, <laughs> the kicker <laughs> is my sister lives in Edmonton, Alberta, which is 750 miles away. <laughs> so it's a plane ride. Uh-huh. Um, and... Our children, all of our children, all five of them, live in the Vancouver area. And so both moms wanted me to be there for for the birthing. And I wanted to be there for the birthings of my granddaughter and also my niece. And so Becky and I just went to that place that you go to, that place of knowing and trusting that everything's going to be fine Everything's going to be A-OK. This will, this will flow. It's meant to be uh, that you're at both, and, and that's just it. And we just knew it. And, and yeah, and so when she went into labor, my sis, I felt it. I felt it really strong. <sighs> and I got on the plane. We made arrangements, my husband and I, uh, for the dojangs. Um, we had instructors take over my Taekwondo classes. I was on a plane that night. I arrived in Edmonton and I walked in to such a, oh, such a beautiful space when I walked in there. And she was in her birthing pool and her husband was right beside her and it was just, wow. <laughs> It was such a sacred honor to be there and support them in that way. And, um, yeah, just incredible. And so with that, I, I, um, I trust and I listen to where the energy leads me. And so with that, it was supporting that whole sacred ring that they had created, just being there as a support and channeling it out and around Becky and and her her man and and her her doula as well yes. and, so, and the midwife so yeah so when you say reiki and balance birthing um mm-hmm. so that 
that's pretty much what that is, is you are there and that Reiki, that just helps everything be in balance as Mm -hmm. well as that loving energy. It brings balance to the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Tell us what that is. That is knowing that we are both the masculine and feminine. We are both. And to honor both, both the masculine aspect of ourselves and the feminine aspect. We are energy when we come into this life. The body we live in and reside in and honor because our bodies are our temples. Uh, And I love that. My father always says that. Tonya, your body's your temple. And I'm like, yeah, Um, right on, Dad. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You honor that and know that. And bring that forward and bring that in. Yes. It brings that yin, because there's a lot of talk in, in the matrix out there about bringing in our feminine and bringing in our masculine is also coming to the forefront in honoring the sacredness of our men. You know, I know our, uh, for many years, it's been very paternalistic. It's been very, um, just this, our whole system, uh, very about thinking, about logic, about the brain, rather than going deep inside in that place of knowing, the place of intuitiveness. It's, it's a deep, deep, deep depth. And that depth goes, oh my gosh, it goes so deep and it goes all the way through to the other side and to the other world. And to know that we are to honor both. Right? That's going to bring the balance. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. And something I, I look at is... You know, honor, have have a positive relationship with our body. Our body is our temple, you know, just like you said. Have have a positive relationship and honor. Yes. That, wise words, wise words. Yes. Oh, Tonya, yes. thank yes. you. Well, yes. my gosh, I'm afraid <laughs> we have to stop for a okay. moment, uh, another break. But everyone, we will be back in just a moment, and we will continue. Thank you, Tonya. Thank you, Paula. You're welcome. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. 
Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Reiki and Balance Birthing. How fun. And Tonya and I have just been having a great time here. She's sharing some absolute fantastic information and experience. And let's go a little different direction here. Tell me, tell us, uh, what do you think about our current medical system? And do you see it making in any transformations of its own? I, I actually do. I do see that that is coming through. Yes. Our our medical system for many, many years uh, really um, objectified the 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 feminine, objectified the the woman. Um, and I'm sure it was without you know, there was no malice intended. However, it was a system that came about and we allowed it as a people for that to come about because everything is connected, right? Mm -hmm. And so for many, many years, the system told us as women that we are, we are not able to be in charge of our bodies. We, we are not capable of birthing our young. We, we need help. We need to be hooked up to IVs. We need medication. We need to be, um, it was almost pregnancy was seen as an infirmity, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And back in the day of my grandmother's generation, uh, I'll tell you a little story. Okay, my grandma and I were talking, talking about um, birthing and babies and me just sharing some of my experiences of, of the birthings that I had had, my babies, birthing mine, and then she wanted to know about her great-great-grandchildren, right, coming through, so being there for my daughters and, and, and being there for my grandchildren coming through, and so when we talked about it, she looked at me with this puzzled look, and she said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, what do you mean, Graham? And I clarified, 
her her puzzled puzzled look because she didn't understand what birthing waves are all about. And the, and the old word is is contractions and labor pains. Um, the language is changing, however, and so they are birthing waves rather than uh, contractions or labor pains. We see it as that now. Um, a lot of the doulas, the midwives, use that language. And so she didn't understand what a birthing wave is. And she said, well, don't they just put you to sleep and then you wake up and baby's there? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. well, what do you mean, Grandma? <laughs> and she was very puzzled. She said, well, I didn't have any pain when I gave birth to your mom. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, and I kind of just left it at that. But when I took the wise woman way of, of doula um, certification program, and looked into it more, because, of course, I had experience having worked in maternity as a nurse and uh, did a rotation there as well. Um, and just going off topic, of course, I love maternity, but crisis response was always my thing. But anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, I looked into it, and I found out that there was a thing called twilight birthings back in the day of Grandma. And so these twilight births were women would go in and they would be put to sleep, right? And um, they would wake up and their baby was there. So it came around somewhere in, uh, it was 1914, and it was a so-called twilight sleep. And it was introduced in the USA, and it was a combination of a couple medications, morphine being one of them, and then another one was a sedative from the nightshade family. So what it does is it erased the memory of the woman in labor. It erased her memory completely. And that's when around that time fathers weren't allowed, families weren't (laughs) allowed, the mother went in, Everybody paced, and so you still see it in, on TV. It's still part of our, our social media culture. When we're watching, you know, movies and TVs, um, you know, you see the family pacing about and the, the father pacing back and forth and, you yes. know, and the, all the families waiting, 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 and mom's taken off through those doors, right? Yes. Somewhere. And we wait for the baby. And, and that's how that all came about. And so why weren't the family allowed in? Well, because these medications and having worked in Emerge and having actually seen it firsthand, it causes something called a delirium. And so these deliriums, the woman would thrash about and she would have to be four-point restrained to the bed wow. so that she would not fall out of the bed and harm her body. And then the children, when it came about with forceps delivery, vacuum uh, delivery, and pulling the baby out, why? Because the mother was disconnected from her body, which is our temple, which you, you really nicely picked up on. We were disconnected from our bodies. We were disconnected from our temple, and therefore we were disconnected from our ancestors and all the grandmothers who walked before us to help us through this birthing and with the waves and to enjoy the waves and to know that they're not something to run away from, they're something to embrace because it is our body that helps us birth our young. So these women, you know, 
if they weren't connected, how could they have the birthing waves, the contractions? I mean, that is so necessary to the birth. That's yes. just mind-boggling. Yes, yes. And so when, when that, when my grandmother, oh my gosh, bless her, in her wisdom, unknowingly, unwittingly shared this with me, and mm. as a Reiki practitioner, hearing this, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I know I've been part of the system, and I know I've seen both sides. And I really started educating myself. Well, let's look at the wise woman way, because that's the voice that's roaring out from within me, is this wise woman voice saying, Tonya, wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to bring that through you. Hello. <laughs> and yes. that's, that's how, that's how that came about, is through my grandmother's voice. Oh, that's amazing. So, so you are seeing, um, uh, the parents now embracing a new way of looking at pregnancy and birthing compared yeah. to the old generation. Oh, yes. Like from everything Isn't that from wonderful? delayed cord, cord clamping. Now, I don't know if everybody knows what delayed cord clamping is. What that is, is those who have had birthings and been there, they know that after baby's born, immediately they cut that, cut that cord. And sometimes if father's there, they'll say, oh, you can cut the cord. The best and most natural way to do it is leave it. Leave that cord attached. Mother and baby should stay attached for as long as they can because part of baby's blood is still connected to that placenta, still connected to mama. The third part of birthing, because there's three parts, there's stage one, which is the dilation, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the transition, there's the rest and relax phase, and then you go into the pushing. And so birthing is not something that's done quickly in six hours. A birthing actually can last over three days, and that's normal and that is good. And stage three is the delivery of the placenta. We should not be pulling the placenta out and cutting that cord, it should stay intact until placenta and mother, and when baby comes out and baby rests on mother and baby starts suckling and breastfeeding, that stimulates the oxytocin, the feel-good hormones that mom naturally, she just produces those on her own. And those feel-good hormones... Tell the body, okay, and communicate back and forth. Okay, now it's time for delivery of the, the placenta. So and then the, that would be the time to cut the cord? After placenta's delivered, yeah. So then okay. the placenta comes out, and, you know, the body, the placenta and baby's body, the, all of the blood now, it stopped, the cord has stopped pulsing, and then you, you cut it. And that placenta, there's so many things that can be done with that placenta. Um, for the birthing of my last grandchild, I took that placenta. My children shared it and gave it and said, Mom, please, can you do something with, with the, take this to a sacred place? And so I received my granddaughter and my daughter and um, that that placenta that held this ancestor and now she's born this beautiful heavenly little creature Nevea and I took it and I followed my gut where I was to take it and I buried it in a very special special place and buried it in a, in in our earth mother 
And so there are, there are many things that uh, are starting to come about for our children. And so our children, the last birthing, did do delayed cord clamping. They certainly did that. And, yeah. And the that is so buried. beautiful. Yeah. Wow, that is so beautiful. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I would have had no idea. That is beautiful. Oh, now, now, Tonya, for for our listeners out there, uh, women expecting to, their first baby or or any baby, or someone that has a family member expecting a baby, can you tell them what some of the benefits? are to receiving Reiki sessions during their pregnancy and how often you would recommend them having sessions? Oh, for sure. Uh, With regards to recommendation of of how often, I leave that up to mom. I completely leave that up to them. Follow their gut. That's the most important thing is just follow, following, learning to listen to our inner wisdom. And... I leave it up to them. Uh, I find that some people really enjoy once a week. Um, and what that brings to mother and child is a sense of peace. As we all know as Reiki practitioners, when you go within and you go into that place, it's not you. You kind of just step back. You Like even in the birthing room, you don't have to think. You don't have to do. You have to... Um, you don't have to do any of that. When you're in that place, you trust and you know and you listen. And when you're listening, you're not listening with your ears. You're listening with your gut. You're listening with your intuitiveness. And so with pregnant moms, that brings that to the table for them. That brings that that trust to the table for them, that place of knowing that everything's going to be okay. And with that said, the spiritual side and the intuitive side, there's also the, the, the physical side. So what it does is it, it's very much like meditation, uh, mindfulness, breathing, uh, and different various forms of the art of meditation. It... Um, produces feel-good hormones, our neurotransmitters, uh, the feel-good neurotransmitters get, get um, woken up, for lack of a better word. Uh, so the, the endorphins are part of the feel-good hormones, uh, serotonin, dopamine. Uh, so all of those things that naturally are within us as human beings in this beautiful body and temple, uh, the Reiki helps stimulate them. And when they are stimulated, it's, it's so beautiful uh, because it just brings a sense of peace. And so when the yes. moms come in and then the moms leave, there's this, you know, beautiful glow. You can almost see their energy. Some people call it an aura. Yes. And it's just vibrating, like they're just humming. And it's, it's a beautiful glow that comes about. And they feel so much more in tune and connected uh, with themselves and with their baby, and with that tunnel, that tunnel that, that 
connects them through to the other side. They're, they're, as women, our heart center is, is our womb. It is. That is. That's the connection. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Tonya. Well, my dear, um, we have just a couple moments left. Are there any other closing comments or obvers- observations that you'd like to share with us? Uh, yeah. Um, for for it, With our system, our medical system, the way it is, and with our, our young who are waking up, so my children's generation, um, to a different way of birthing, um, with that said, because there is a transition happening right now for our moms and dads, um, that transition to support that transition. So if a mom and a dad say, well, we really, really would like to give birth in hospital, and we're not so sure about delayed cord clamping, and we're not so sure about getting that shot of oxytocin, et cetera, et cetera. Or a mom saying, I really want an epidural. This mm-hmm. is my choice, to honor that choice, to be there for them. So if they invite you into the hospital setting as a Reiki practitioner, you honor that. You honor the nurses who are there. You honor the doctors. You honor the midwife. You honor that sacred, sacred circle without judgment. And I know when I talk about, you know, the delayed cord clamping and all these other yes. things, and I could go on and oh. on for days, um, there's that voice there, yes. Most important, though, is to honor what the parents want, what they are saying to you. To honor that and bring in that sense of peace. Birthing's all about the unknown. It's all about that darkness that's on the other side. And what your place is as a Reiki doula is just to be a way shower that within that darkness is the light. <laughs> it doesn't yes. matter what the setting is in the physical world. Within the darkness is the light, and that is what you are doing. You're putting out a welcome mat for that new ancestor coming through. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> words. Oh, that's it's just so exciting to see Reiki becoming a bigger and bigger part of birthing. Isn't that just beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. This yeah, this has been, been such a, an honor here to to today oh, to be with yes. you and be with the audience and much aloha and love to them and and all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and we are so honored to have you with us. This this has been beautiful words, and I'm particularly excited being a a Grammy, and I think everyone is is going to really resonate with this. And I want to thank you so much, Tonya. So thank appreciative. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome, and thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, honey. And to all of our listeners out there in the U.S. and around the world. Thank you for joining us today. We are so appreciative and many hugs and blessings. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. 
Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.